Bertuccio. Welcome to the Sarah and Patty podcast. Hello, this is producer Alan and Nias is the Sarah and Patty podcast. In this edition, we caught up with the block winners for 2017, Josh and Elise. Daryl Braithwaite performed at the Cox Plate over the weekend. We've done a Sarah and Patty review on that. And we look at weekend sport with James Bracey. Well, it was the finale last night. It was the auction. After 12 weeks, we had Josh and Elise. We're talking about the block. Jason and Sarah, Sticks and Wombat, Ronnie and Georgia, and Clint and Henna. They started 12 weeks ago doing up these homes, spending huge amounts of money on them. Uh, most start about 2.5, 2.6, the reserve. Well, the winner after those 12 weeks, Scotty, Cam, good morning, announce it. I'd like to congratulate our very deserving winners, Josh and Elise, who are taking home $547,000. And here they are, the winners from the block last night, Josh and Elise. Well done, guys. Congratulations. Well, Thank you. <laughs> early morning, eh? Early morning. Early morning with Josh on a major hangover. Yay! <laughs> hey, hey, well, listen, don't worry about losing your shoes because you didn't wear any last night, mate. Nah, look, I don't like wearing shoes. I'm, I'm more comfortable uh, in bare feet, and uh, it was quite a stressful event, so yeah. I got rid of them. Hey, and, and a few of the other boys uh, didn't have shoes on as well. Yeah, Sticks and Wombat also didn't have shoes, and uh, it's just a, it's, I don't know, it's just a, such a stressful, ridiculous environment, and uh, you've got to do whatever makes you comfortable, and that's what we did. Yeah, Elise, was that one of the, and I know all the other contestants as they lined up for the auction, it seemed pretty, pretty stressful as well. Yeah, like ours was stressful, but then it was even more stressful when it started going down the line, and... You want everyone to do well as it's been a major three to six months and people have left their families and, you know, there's so much stress and hard work and tears that go into the block. So you, you really do just want everyone to do well. So it was actually a really hard day. Yeah. And Josh, I'm, I'm there. That is what you look like without a hat. <laughs> yeah. You like that? <laughs> Mate, you scrubbed up all right. You scrubbed up all right. Yeah, thank you. Thought, Elise, uh, Elise had a fair bit of input into the way I dress. <laughs> Good on you, Elise. <laughs> had to get the whip out. Something had to happen. <laughs> now, I know you didn't get on with Ronnie and Georgia. There were issues throughout the uh, through the 12 weeks of the block. Yep. Man, their auction with theirs, it was a uh, contentious issue, wasn't it? Yeah, it's such a hard subject. The, uh, I mean, across the board, not just Ronnie and Georgia, it's you know, bittersweet, but uh, at the end of the day, you put all your differences aside, you, you want to see everyone do well, and um, unfortunately, they didn't do as well as they thought they would do. Yeah. And everyone was in the same boat. I think maybe the reserves were a bit high. Well, yeah, yeah, everyone said that. Do you think, uh, at least do you think as well, the reserves are way too high on this one? Yeah, when we opened those suitcases and we saw 2.62, our guts kind of dropped. We were hoping that there were some other houses at the same reserve, because... You know, we've oh, every house has got positive and negative, but yeah. we didn't want ours to be over the top. But yeah, everyone's was around that number, and yeah, it was huge. We were hoping they were going to be around two point four. Yeah, yeah, and then I think everyone—they all just all the guys just were shattered or, or shocked anyway. That's the thing. You talk to your real estate agent, and you talk you're talking to buyers for the last three months, and you get kind of get a gist of what they're going to go for. And that's the thing, it's a TV show as well, so you never know. And, um, yeah, well, it proved it last night when, you know, it didn't go overboard like other seasons, but yeah. everyone yeah. is is grateful for what they've achieved and what they've received. 
Guys, is the first thing you're doing this morning giving your BSB number and account number to Channel 9? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> no, already done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a good pick-up. 100,000 to win, 447,000 above the reserve, uh, near uh, 550,000. That's a great pick-up, isn't it? Great start. Oh, it's massive. It just funds our next project and uh, just releases that burden that everybody has, which is great. And, you know, 28 and 25. I have no mortgages. Also, you know, it's quite, it's quite good. And Dave Hughes bought your house. Yeah, Hughes, he bought the house. He comes here a few times. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, and then again on Saturday when he registered, and he loved the place. So thank God for Hughesy because it could have been a different outcome if he wasn't here. And at least were you glad that you you guys went first in the auction? Yeah, yeah, we were. Well, we were hoping for that. We could have gone a different number, and you never know what the auction's going to play out like. But you do want to set a standard and let it flow down, and let other buyers flow down to other houses. And like they said, there was seventeen. 100 auctions on that day, so we needed as many buyers as possible. Yeah. Three months' work, 547 grand. That's a bloody good payday. Bloody good payday. <laughs> We're trying to work out the hourly rate. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a few bloody hours I went into it. it. <laughs> what about? And just quickly, will something else beckon on TV, guys? Do you think? Uh, look, we'll have to see. Uh, Doors are always open. I mean, arms are always open for anything, but um, I don't know if I'll be on TV, but I reckon Elise will probably be on TV. You reckon you might, Elise? <laughs> oh, <laughs> we'll... oh, after seeing myself on telly, I'm like, I need to stop screaming and yelling and being a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> Josh... I get a little bit excited, and um, I think I was just delirious to then. Oh, uh, no. Well, listen, it's been great watching you guys, the youngest couple on the block ever, and to win that, uh, win that money. Well done, guys. Whatever happens from here on, uh, all the best. But it was great to see you guys, and congratulations on the win again. Thank you. Thanks for all the support. Well, Winks won its 22nd win straight on the weekend at Mooney Valley, third straight Cox Plate. Well done to Winksy. What a champion she is. Gee, it was good. I was at the pub watching that, and when she won, everyone just clapped and cheered. It was just sensational because we're watching sporting history. But before the race, they had pre-match entertainment. Anyway, Dazzling Daryl, he did it, Daryl Braithwaite. Anyway, he did horses. And anyway, have a listen. A lot of people went to social media complaining about Daz's performance, comparing it to the great Loaf's performance 2011 at the AFL Grand Final pre-match entertainment. I love this. Come on, Loaf. Oh, I love. Oh, I think it deserves a round of applause. Oh, 
You know, that was just sensational. I love it. Anyway, so what do you think? If you were having a party this weekend and you had to choose between the loaf and Dazzling Daryl, which way would you swing? Oh, they, they panned uh, Daz's performance with the horses on Saturday. But which way would you swing? That's what we want to know. Would you have the loaf or would you have Daryl performing at your party this weekend? We've got Sheppy, our producer, in the studio with us. Good morning, Sheppy. Good morning, Sheppy. Patty. How are you, buddy? Um, good now. Good now. You had a big one because you had your house party too, incidentally, yeah, on uh, Friday night. Was yeah. it massive? Can't remember. Can't remember? All right, then. <laughs> Okay, that's all right. Drink responsibly, but... Very much so, very much so. remember anything. Well, I'm glad I've got you here because uh, pre-race entertainment on Saturday at Mooney Valley for Winx's race was Daryl Braithwaite. Horses, everyone loves that song. Great song. All right, have a listen. A lot of people bagged it. A lot yeah. of people, like, for the whole performance, uh, that was just part of the performance. And a lot of people were saying it reminded them of Meatloaf's performance in the 2011 AFL Grand Final. I didn't think Final. it sounded that bad, did it? Oh, there were certain parts of it. That was, I, I chose a good part there. Yeah. And um, this is the low. Awesome. <laughs> he just gets into it. Okay, if you were having another house party on this coming Friday night to back up the one that you had last Friday yeah. night, who would you choose? You had a choice between Daz and Meat. Daz, all the way. You go for Daz? Yeah, would the you horses. Want? Yeah, the unofficial Australian national anthem. All right, okay, so it's one for Daz. We've got Mark. G'day, Mark. G'day, Paddy. How are you going, buddy? Yeah, really well. Who would you go for, Mars? Mate, you've got Mate. Dazzling Daryl and Meatloaf. Mate, I'm going to sit on the fence because um, Meat Lake is the indigestion and Daryl's too old. So sorry if I was spanning the works there, mate. But, um, you know, after Casey Donovan after her performance at the World Cup. Hey, I, just, I read about that. Was that because she did it before the Rugby League World Cup on Friday? And that was bagged out as well. Were, were we in a weekend of bagging people? Mm. Was it that it bad? Must be the new Aussie way. It I must don't know be. What's going on? But was it yeah. that bad? That's what I read. All, all the social media reports on the weekend. Was it that bad? Oh, mate, she played, played a song for every country. So um, you know, da 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 da. That was for the Kiwis. She should have put rubber gumboots on or something. All right, it might have been just a weekend to bag our singers. That's what it could have been, Mark. Could have been. Could have been. All right, thanks for that, mate. Yeah, have you say four three two four double four double four. Yeah. So, um, did anyone bag your party? Did anyone go to social media about your party, or they can't remember? Oh, Saturday was a fun time jumping on social media all of vision and photos of me passed out in a big banana an unattractive side trust me just wearing stockings james racy sports rap with sarah and patty for plantation shutters and roller shutters you just can't beat central coast roller shutters yeah we've got the main man from channel nine jimmy bracy hello james Good morning to you, Paddy. How's things? Mate, dangerously wonderful. I watched Winx win its 22nd win on the weekend. How good was that, mate? Uh, it was great to watch. It just—it really is just one of those, every time you watch, you go watching something special here, watching yeah. something special, and just looks so good. Mooney Valley, third Cox play. Yeah. Um, all time in prize money now. And Humidor pushed Winx a little at the end. Mm-hmm. But um, in the end, got the chocolates and... 
Huey Bowman, absolute superstar. Love the way he rides, but also love the way he handles the whole thing too. You know, he's more than happy to talk with the media and do all these bits and pieces as well. He understands, I think, what he's a part of too, and he's a champion fella. And a sellout for Mooney Valley. Unbelievable yeah. what this horse is doing. Yeah, well, we saw Flemington a couple of weeks ago when she made a de- debut there, the impact she had on the crowd. It was probably an extra 10,000 just because she was there. And then you get this again on the weekend. Um, where does it all end? We've got to enjoy it while we've got it, though. And only a few away from Black Caviar's mark of 25. Yeah, mate, 22 wins. Third Cox Plate straight. And like, when I, where I was watching at the pub, and everyone just clapped. It was just... And you don't see that often after a horse race where the whole bar was just clapping and you just go, wow, that is just sensational. Totally. Couldn't agree more. I was, um, I was in a very similar situation watching on and everyone just... Everyone knew Cox Plate was coming up. Everyone knew what they were watching, and they just wanted to make sure they enjoyed it. It was a ripper. Five o'clock on Saturday, and dazzling Daryl Braithwaite sang horses as the pre-race entertainment. Unbelievable! <laughs> <laughs> I love the great man. I went and saw Daryl live at DYRSL yeah. a few years ago. Oh, man, he was fantastic. Well, just have a look, because people on social media, they can be harsh. They're having a go at Daz's performance. All right, so they're having a go, and they're comparing him to Meatloaf when the Loaf did the 2011 AFL Grand Final. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you can't surpass that, Jimmy. (laughs) I love listening. Don't compare Daryl Blakeway to Meatloaf at the AFL. That's what they were doing. That's what they were doing on social media. Unbelievable, Jimmy. Oh. (laughs) No, I (laughs) couldn't. Anyway, mate, other news, the World Cup. You've been watching that in rugby league? Have, and I'll tell you what, if Brad Fittler wasn't a shoe-in for the New South Wales Origin job, surely he is now. Lebanon coached them to their first ever World Cup win, and they uh, did it all late. Mitchell Moses with a try and a field goal in the last few minutes to beat the French. So I can't wait. The Aussies play them in a couple of weeks in Sydney. It'll be an absolute beauty. But nothing, no other huge surprises over the weekend. The Aussies beat the Poms on Friday. Kiwis got up. Tonga smashing Scotland yesterday as well. But... Real festival, though, rugby league. It's good to watch. It was hot weather, too, over the weekend for it. Oh, mate, it's extremely hot. And they were bagging Casey Donovan's performance on Friday night. (laughs) It must have been a week of bagging uh, Australian singers. That's what it must have been, Jimmy. I just can't believe Daryl Braithwaite's getting bagged. He could just walk out. He wouldn't even have to see. He could just stand on the stage, hold the microphone yeah. and do something and I'd be Clap him. Clap him. And uh, finally, the Mariners, a draw last night at Sarah and Paddy Stadium. Oh, man, tell you what, uh, won, won all last night at home against the victory, Melbourne victory. Uh, first time they haven't won a game in the first four rounds since the opening season of the competition. So good effort by the Mariners. Um, and the goals, both goals, victories and Central Pass Mariners, absolute pearlers last night. But uh, take the point, keep in touch yep. with the top six. And I'd, I'd consider that a job done against a, a, a side the size of the victory. Yeah, I think they've got Sydney FC coming up very, very soon. Uh, yeah, off to, uh, off to Brisbane this weekend as well, I think. So that's always a tough road trip against the wall, whether they're in form or not. Yeah, where they're having an election as well. Now, listen, have you got kids in the car? I didn't know you had kids. No, I don't. I don't. I'm currently sitting at a friend's house and they've got 
two animals, a dog and a cat, and the cat's going absolutely bananas. <laughs> but really, all right, mate. It must be you, Jimmy. It must be you. <laughs> all right, mate. I'm not good with cats, Patty. I'm more of a dog man. All right, okay. Good on you, mate. I've seen video of the dog licking your face, and Sarah was a oh, bit right. perplexed. And I, I don't see anything wrong with a dog licking your face whatsoever, mate. There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> <laughs> Little, no, I'm not going to go there, actually. All right, Patty. Thanks right. for having me this morning, my friend. No problem. You have yourself a good week. We'll speak to you next Monday. Bring back Sarah. Hey, yeah, she comes back Thursday. Thanks for that, Jimmy. You've been listening to the Sarah and Patty podcast. Catch them live weekdays from 5 on 107.7 2GO.